0: Unfortunately, the headline these days is that metaverse real estate is experiencing some quote-unquote severe meltdown, similar to cryptocurrencies and NFTs. Why was there a hype to begin with? And where is it headed now? Listen to this episode of Personal Finance Cat podcast to find out, and you may be surprised to hear what my recommendation is at the end. Welcome to Personal Finance Cat, where I share my personal take on personal finance. Okay, Metaverse Real Estate. It combines two very interesting things for me Metaverse and Real Estate. For those of you who haven't heard of Metaverse, the term Metaverse originated in the 1992 science fiction novel Snow Crash, which combines the two words Meta and Universe. In the book, human avatars and software agents interact in a three dimensional virtual space. There is no official definition of metaverse, but you can loosely think of it as a network of 3D virtual worlds focused on social connection. Metaverse really gained mainstream attention during 2021 when Facebook announced a pivotal change to focus on the virtual world and renamed itself to Meta. During the 2021 bull run of cryptocurrencies, it became a very hot topic. Because many of the virtual worlds, for example, Decentraland, use cryptocurrencies to make transactions happen. In the Personal Finance Cat episode 11, I talked about 10 business opportunities in the metaverse. And actually, none of the 10 business ideas is about metaverse real estate investing. Why? Because I felt at the time, and I still feel now, that it is purely speculative. And as such, it wouldn't be prudent to buy metaverse real estate in the hopes that it can appreciate in value and or generate rental income what i did advocate is to see it as a new platform or vehicle much like social media or cryptocurrencies when they were in their infant phases and learn about it as much as possible in order to generate business opportunities that weren't previously possible while facing little competition but today let's talk about metaverse real estate because despite of the huge crash people are still interested in it. In 2021, many million dollar purchases of virtual real estate made headlines. The top three platforms for virtual real estate purchases as of early 2022 are The Sandbox, Axie Infinity, and Decentraland in reverse order. They are all gaming based, although Decentraland is more than just for gaming. Decentraland is also used by creators and companies that want to take advantage of the Metaverse potential. Being a non-gamer myself, I signed up on Decentraland just to see what it is about. To my surprise, it is fairly hard to navigate. First of all, there is currently not a mobile version available, so I had to use my personal laptop to log on. Full disclaimer, my laptop is a fairly old MacBook with no touchscreen. So it took me a while to figure out that I need to use my keyboard instead of the mouse to move around. Mind you, I'm not a gamer, so this is all new to me. I've signed up for their weekly newsletter as well. But again, unfortunately, since it is based in a different time zone, I couldn't make the events that looked interesting to me. At the time of writing this script, I tried my luck one last time, and went on their platform to see what's going on at the moment. There was some sort of a detective hunt going on where you can get a reward of some wearables if you are the one with the fastest time to complete the mission. I walked around a little bit, nobody seemed to be playing really, and I had no idea what to do. Although I did see some sort of creepy wearables on display. Anyway, overall my biggest impression is that it is very slow to load everything on the central end, much like the experience I had when the internet first became available to the general public. I can't blame them though because it is a very new platform created only in 2017, and many functionalities are still in beta. So in short, even the most popular platform is still very immature in my opinion, and probably only the very serious gamers have a computer and Wi-Fi that are fast enough to make the experience tolerable. Despite of this, in November last year, a patch of virtual real estate in Decentraland sold for a record 2.4 million dollars worth of cryptocurrency. As of the time of this writing, the biggest metaverse real estate transaction was a 5 million dollar purchase by Curzio Research for 19 commercial properties in TCG World. The deal was announced on May 22, 2022. Crazy I know. I remember watching one of these institutional investors being interviewed about the rationale for the investment. The person interviewed was very upfront about this being purely speculative. But just as crypto and NFTs, what these investors are really after are the potential quote unquote oversized returns. I hate to use this example again, but if you bought $100 worth of Bitcoin in 2010 on its debut day, at the peak price during the end of 2021, would have been worth about eight billion dollars representing a 8 billion percent return so anyway even the knowledgeable institutional investors admit that this is purely speculation after in theory extensive research and one thing that people don't really talk about that much or maybe intentionally being vague about it is that the metaverse in theory should be all connected in other words Most technology experts agree that the metaverse is a vast network where individuals via their avatars can interact socially and professionally. The keyword here is quote-unquote vast network, which means it's not just one platform like the central end. As Mark Zuckerberg described in his meta intro video, the users should be able to use the same avatar to go from platform to platform. This means that the companies have to collaborate in order to make it happen. However, this is easier said than done because each platform has a different design theme. For example, the Minecraft Lego-looking avatars are very different from the Fortnite style. Anyway, my point is, if it is not just one platform like Decentraland that will eventually win out, but rather, a quote-unquote vast network consisting of many, many platforms? The virtual real estate is not really limited or scarce like the real-world real estate, is it? Doesn't this make the investment in virtual real estate even more of a gamble? Don't get me wrong though, I do think the metaverse has huge potential, and it is coming whether or not you like it, and it's already here in some ways. To the contrary of what you may think, I'm actually quite excited about it. Not from the gaming perspective personally, but more from the social and work perspective. Zoom or FaceTime or whatever other apps we currently use to connect with people are not great. It's tiring to sit in front of a computer or hold the phone the whole time. But I would love to be able to hang out in a virtual lounge with friends and relatives who are physically very far away, engage in some virtual workout, work physically at home but virtually with colleagues enjoy a concert remotely. And I think holograms are very, very cool, especially if they're mobile. Basically all the things Zuckerberg described in his meta video. Can all of them become reality? Well, I'm not an engineer, but I'm optimistic. Zuckerberg had an hour and a half long interview with Tim Ferriss to discuss many topics, with metaverse being the key one. When Zuckerberg spoke about the engineering challenges I gathered that the headset is the biggest challenge, especially if in the future we want to move towards just glasses or contact lenses even, instead of the bulky headset. It sounds very futuristic, doesn't it? Humans have made so many breakthroughs in technology and I've been proved wrong so many times. I remember in my labor economics class, the professor said that machines cannot replace human beings in areas where quote-unquote fuzzy thinking is involved. For example, driving. But look at us now. Self-driving cars are already here. Things are not possible until they are. And once they are here, there's no going back. To quote Gary V, technology does not care about what you think. You may think it's laughable, but it's not going to stop it from happening. Everybody was making fun of the internet until they're not. Everybody was making fun of Facebook until they're not. Everybody was making fun of crypto until they're not. Everybody was making fun of the Kardashians until they're not. What? Every time you think that something's never going to happen and or what's going on now is the worst, it may just mean that you're getting old and the young people are all over it. So a golden nugget at the end. Am I totally dismissing metaverse real estate investing? The answer is actually no. Why is that? Just like real estate in the real world, there is quote-unquote prime real estate and there is also land that nobody wants to touch. Even if the virtual real estate is perhaps infinite, there could be prime virtual real estate that is limited and scarce. I just think it's highly risky to speculate which platform is going to be where the prime real estate is, and it might not even exist yet. Hey, you may be the one who will build it. Along the same line, the best opportunities that exist are not speculating what may happen but rather be part of the equation that makes it happen. Again, I'll refer you to PFC podcast episode 11, where I talk about the 10 opportunities that are worth exploring in the metaverse. And if you're interested in hearing more about the metaverse, leave a comment or review on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or YouTube, or just shoot me an email at personalfinancecat at gmail.com. Before I close out, I've been doing this podcast for over half a year now, and I want to experiment with something new. I'm a full-time working professional, a mom of two, and I invest in real estate on the side. So what I found challenging was to keep up with investing trends and other personal finance topics with my busy lifestyle. A lot of the podcasters and YouTube channels just focus on one niche, and of course, they would preach what they focus on. So I was wondering if there is one source where I can turn to, to hear about all kinds of personal finance topics. That's why I started this podcast, is to try to help people like myself. Since I might have only three listeners now, I want to offer you something special. Ask me any personal finance related questions and send them to personalfinancecat at gmail.com and I'll do the research for you to answer your question. This way, it helps me out too to gauge what topics are interesting to my listeners. I enjoy topics like financial planning, investing, career growth, the overall economy, business opportunities, and of course, real estate. But you can ask me any other types of questions as long as you think they're related to personal finance. For example, motivation to become financially responsible. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I really appreciate your time. If you enjoy this episode, please leave a comment or review or share with your friends and family. It will really help me grow this podcast. Till next time.